So, if you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know words like feature quite heavily. So, if you've got kids listening or you're easily offended, I'd highly advise you to Hello, hello, hello. I'm Kathy Burke, and thanks for coming down to the darkest corner of the podcast sphere. A place where, even though you've tried blowing down the tube, your biro just won't work, yet you're still covered in ink. It's a place of eternal hindrance. Hang on a second, what's going on? Why is everyone standing on tables? What's that they're saying? Oh, Captain, my Captain. Oh, it's all right. It's just the Dead Poets Society. All right, lads, as you were, welcome to... As I gently row us up the river sticks, careful now, don't touch the water, it's time to welcome my guests to this desolate dinghy. While some podcasts keep things light or enjoy telling stories, this podcast is all about story endings. In fact, the ending we're all heading towards death. And joining me today is the quite marvellous Tim Key. Oh, that's nice. It's lovely, isn't it? Very nice, yeah. Goddess Jemima's father does those jingles. Well, he's done very well, hasn't he? He has. He's uh, part of the gang. Does he ever get bored of it? or? I don't know. Does he ever get bored, Goddess Jemima? Is he getting fed up with it? <laughs> he's enjoying it. Okay. Which is very and good. And how many guests turn that into their ringtone? Oh, I don't know. Do you want to do it? I you don't should. know how to. I'll talk, <laughs> I'll, talk, I'll talk to Goddess Jemima afterwards. <laughs> That's a very good idea to have it as a ringtone. You should have your own name sung like that as your own ringtone, shouldn't you? Yeah, and do you know what, Goddess Jemima? I don't think I don't think your dad sung my name. Can we get him can we get him onto it now? <laughs> yeah, ring him. <laughs> Tim Key. It's do you, very do you, nice. Sorry, do you know Goddess Jemima's dad's name? Mr. Rathbone. Yeah, of course. Mr. Rathbone. Are you trying to trick me, Tim? No, no not at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's very nice to have you here. We've never met, have we, Tim? No, but we almost did. We just discussed that outside the park theatre. Yes. Were you too shy to approach? Were you too shy to approach? <laughs> <laughs> Where do you live? Islington. Nice. I'm part of the North London fucking elite. <laughs> don't usually hear the fucking bit in that, do you? <laughs> anyway, this, I don't, why are we fucking talking about me? Because I think that's... That's the way the podcast should be. Not really. I think it should be... I think you should cancel all of your other guests. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just, just come in every week and just get <laughs> get under the skin of Kathy Burke. No. Change the jingles. We want to get under the skin of you, Tim Key, underneath your cold, dead skin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, quite right. <laughs> so, we shall kick things off. Oh, before we do that, I'd just like to ask, uh, is there anything you need to promote? No. Really? No. Aren't you going on tour? Yeah, we're sold out. But you've added dates? I've added dates, yeah. And where have you added the dates? Oh, God. Um, Oh, I'm going to get fed them. They're going to come through my ears. Sheffield. Oh, lovely. York, Glasgow and Brighton, they're all sold out. Amazing. Belfast's gone. Bristol's fallen. (laughs) You think Manchester hasn't sold out? Durham, we we could... Let's promote Durham. Yeah, Durham. Yeah. So there are still tickets available in Durham. Yeah, Durham, sorry. Oh, Durham Town. What happened was I I announced the tour, I didn't announce Durham, and then some people on Twitter said, 
oh, well done, you're not coming to Durham. We want, we want you to come to Durham. So then I announced Durham, and then no one bought tickets for Durham. Isn't there a joke that the punchline is Durham, 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 <laughs> Durham, isn't it? What yeah, is yeah. it, Pink Panther? Yeah, Pink Panther, yeah, must be. Must Where's be he going on his holidays? Yeah, or to university. Durham, 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 Durham. I mean, yeah. isn't it extraordinary? But hang on a minute, Cathy, that can't be how you tell a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Do the punchline first. <laughs> Is that why you moved into theatre? <laughs> yeah, the comedy. It weren't, it weren't quite happening for me, the comedy. <laughs> that would be a great podcast for you and Alex Horn to do. There we go. Punchline first. Yeah, punchline first and work backwards. And they've got to try and work out what the joke is. Yeah. Working out what the joke is. That's I, a good one for Taskmaster, because aren't you a master of the tasks? <laughs> don't don't yeah. you do that as well? I'm task consultant. Oh, are you? I'm, when the credits roll, yeah. I'm, on the, I'm in the first... I mean, I don't watch it anymore, but apparently yeah. I'm in the first... <laughs> I think my role went from being task consultant to taking a less and less kind of um, proactive approach in task consultant okay. to not really doing any tasks, <laughs> to not watching the show, to occasionally asking Alex if it's still on. <laughs> but it's still on the credits. It is still... It's a great show. Oh, it's it, fantastic. It's one of the shows I won't do. Why not? I've been asked to do it a lot and I won't do it because I like watching it too much. I know, I know. And I, if I'm on it, that means <sighs> I won't be able to see a whole series. I know. I have that. Oh, yeah. Where sometimes someone would ask me to do something with sport and I kind of think, nah, because I like sport to be in my free time. What sort of sport? What do you mean? Well, like football, if someone says... So what, you... somebody asked you, what, to keep, can you come and join Man City for a couple of weeks? <laughs> I don't understand. No that's, not, no, that's not what I mean. I'm not suggesting that I could do a job at left back. <laughs> I'm saying if someone says, can you, you know, do this TV show about football? Oh, I see. You know, go, on, go on to Sky Sports and, like, you know, chat about football in a, in a funny way and all yeah, of that sort yeah. of stuff. I like to do all my stuff in my area yes. and then if I put it on to channel 401 uh-huh. I don't want to see myself I want to see Pep Guardiola that's it who? Mm, doesn't matter okay he's like a sort of football equivalent of a theatre director oh he's sort of football's Willie Russell <laughs> Willie Russell <laughs> plucked someone out of the yeah, uh, slightly yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well who's the best theatre director me, All right, darling. So, okay, so Pep Guardiola. Well, this is this is a language you'll understand. Pep Guardiola is basically you. Wonderful. Uh, yeah. Great. Right, should we get on with this? Yes, let's crack on. Let's start with... The death. So, going to start with the death. What a shame. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's the end, but it's always our beginning on yeah. this podcast. No, that's true. How would you like to die? Take a bullet. Oh, really? Yeah. 100%. I mean, wouldn't you have other people said that? To die in a heroic way. No. Diving in front of someone, saving them. Really? Surely. Nobody has said that. No, no. Yeah. That's a great way. National hero. So you want to be a hero. You want it to be a heroic death. Yeah. So who are you jumping in front of? Who are you saving? I wanted to just run that past you. I don't know. Mm. I mean, obviously, if you want, I mean, high-profile royal. Who would give a shit, really? Oh, I think that would get some press if I jumped in front of Charles, wouldn't it? Mm, yeah, but... Yeah, you wouldn't give a shit. I wouldn't give a shit, no. You'd be like, why has he dived there? Yeah, yeah. You'd have to fire two shots. <laughs> 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 well, who would you Who would you take a bullet for? And nobody. Wow. 
I'm a hero already. Yeah. I don't need to be doing any of that nonsense. I don't know. Well, let's think about this. Who would we want to protect yes, at all exactly, costs? Yes, exactly. Who do we want to protect? I mean, would you jump in <coughs> front of, would you save little Alex Horn, for instance? It's, a, it's one of the great questions. I'd be tempted to. Yeah, yeah. But I suppose it's a, you, you only decide, you only have to decide in the moment, don't you? Yes. You can't be planning who you. I think there must be. I'm guessing jumping in front of someone taking a bullet is an instinct thing. Yes. I think I can imagine if it's poor old Horn stood there. Yeah, I can't imagine looking at his face and then not taking the bullet. Yeah. But you've got to act so quick. Yeah, yeah. I'll take one for Alex. Yeah. Great. I'd, um, I would. I think I'd take one for you. Would you, mate? Would you? Well, we really? Get, we get on all right, don't we? We've only just fucking met. You're a bit <laughs> familiar. <laughs> I don't think it's being familiar to take a bullet for someone. Also, we haven't only just met. I've seen you. I've seen you around. This is getting a little bit nerve-wracking. Are you stalking me, Tim? What's going on? I'm stalking your TV shows. Well, that's all right. I've got another documentary coming out, which I meant to plug. Uh, you, you can plug that instead of me plugging my stuff. Yeah, let me just plug that yeah, now. Yeah, good idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can use this plugging area. Channel 4, 8th yeah. and 9th of March, I think. I, I think Tim will be released before then. Mm -hmm. um, I'm in the podcast, not out of this room. Oh, yeah. This one's about age. Age? What do you have to say on age? Oh, well... The ageing process. Yeah, mm. all that. Well, also the difference between being younger and then being older, because I've been both. Yeah. It happens quite suddenly, doesn't it? It creeps up on you. What's your favourite age that you've been? That's my first question. Okay. Well, I've, I think 50 was quite... It was That was quite good fun. Yeah. I did, I did have good fun on that day, on mm. my 50th. What did you do? I went to the theatre. I went to the Globe Theatre. I saw a bit of fucking A Noddy No. And somebody got me a cake, so I sat on it. I love doing that. Oh, that's a good idea. My I brother likes to put his head... His, Put, put them on his head. Who does that? My brother does that, yeah. yeah. That's his calling card. Puts Everyone's got something they do with cakes. Yes. Well, I used to always put my face in it. Yeah. If somebody came with a cake, then yeah. you've got to put your face in it. Yeah. But for some reason, I think because I didn't want to get cream in my hair and it was a hot day, yeah. so I sat on it. Um, do you want to know my MO with a, with a cake? What's their MO? Um, modus operandi. Oh, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Don't play dumb with me. You were speaking loads of Latin before we started recording. <laughs> I'm the I'm the palm. Okay. Just slap the cake. Oh, you slap it? Yeah. On the cake, or is it a slap to the side of the cake? Do you slap it off the oh, plate? Oh, what, like sort of slap the cake's ass? Yes. No, I'm slapping straight down. And I mean, the same principle as the face. It is. Yeah. And actually, you could do more because you can splat with your hand... And then... I know what you're doing next. Grip. Yeah, splat, grip, and then, I suppose, all over Harry Enfield's face, is it? Yeah. Why him? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I saw Paul Whitehouse yesterday. Why he, him? He was at a cash point machine. Oh, right, yeah. And I sidled up to him, and we did a four-minute improvisation wow. of me being someone needing cash and him not giving me any. Was was there anyone there? As a sort <laughs> no, of no, it was just us two. It was quite imagine? early in the morning. Imagine someone of my generation nearby <laughs> seeing that. Two old yeah. fucking Toby's tarts <laughs> doing a little bit of improvised yeah. comedy purely for our own entertainment. Don't go anywhere. 
We'll be back after this short break. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed with mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. So you've taken a bullet. Uh, yeah, I'm going to take a bullet. Okay. So how's the public reaction to this? To me taking the bullet? Well, to you dying ah, to more me than... dying. That's, that is the main... That's, that's the hardest question of all, isn't it? Do you reckon? Oh, I think so. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what the main public reaction is. Okay. Your friend of mine, indifference. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, lovely, <laughs> lovely. Just indifference. Complete just... indifference. No, there'll be some people who have come to my shows. Yeah. And I think, you know, because uh, I'm quite lucky. I have I have a, an audience that's come to, they just come to them all yeah. since I started. There's some people who've, you know, I'll see them afterwards and they'll go, we always come and watch your show. And so those people will probably have a moment on the sofa where they go, oh, he's dead. Who do we go to now? Who do we see on a regular basis now, you see? Yeah, John Kearns, probably. Right. Have you seen John? Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But come on, you're great. Yeah, but I'm going to be dead, Cathy. The sooner you get your head around that, the better. Oh, I know, but it's very sad thought. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm choked up, mate. I'm choked up. Well, I don't know. So, but I, I see. Listen, I mean, it's not up to me to sort of say you can and can't do that. But I, I sort of disagree. I think there'll be because you've done this heroic act in saving little Alex Horn. Yeah, that's taking true. Taking a bullet for him, I think people will be beside themselves with admiration yeah. and grief. I'll tell you something else that's going to happen. Go on. Bit of a backlash for Alex, probably. Yes, Which, oh, that'd be good. I don't mind that as a bit of a silver lining. Yeah, because he's too smug, that little fucker, isn't he? He's too loved. Ex- he is too loved. Yeah. He's, the, he's the the nice guy of comedy. That's it. And I think he might start going on the chat shows because obviously people would be like, well, that guy <laughs> took a bullet for you. Yeah. And that, that didn't feel entirely right. And uh-huh. I don't think... I don't think he'd be great at doing those interviews. And I think maybe the public might start to just turn on him yeah. and start to think, actually, maybe better the other way around. Yeah, let's just shoot him. Give so, it another go. Why um, Why are they shooting him in the first place? That's my big question. That's true. What's and I also have the, I have the answer. Go on, then. I've arranged the whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you've done this on purpose and you could be a hero? Yeah. I've got another comedian firing the gun. You can you can decide which. Someone who's got a steady hand, probably. Maybe someone with a bit of experience. Bit of experience at shooting. Mm, not necessarily shooting, but like maybe they've seen life, so they're not going to get stressed because it's quite a big 
It's a big task to do, isn't it? Who'd be good at straight shooting, yeah. straight talking? Who'd be good at straight shooting? Who would it be? Ian Hislop. Yeah, Hislop it would be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Oh, I know his son. Oh, do you? Yeah, I could maybe get his son to, um, what's he called? Recruit. Recruit oh, right. Hislop. Yeah, we yeah. train Hislop up. Okay. And then we go on the on the big day. Maybe are you going to be in, you'll be there. You can direct. Yes, and actually, are they around the same size in height? Who Alex and Ian? Yeah. No, I think Alex is sort of kind of uh, ironically called Little Alex Horn because actually, when you stand next to him, he's about six foot two. He's not. Yeah, and Ian Hislop, they don't even say little. They sort of it's implied it's norm, normal size, Ian Hislop. Yeah. But I reckon he's maybe f- four four foot, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember years ago, so Harry Enfield was at some uh, luncheon oh. for sort of posh people. Lovely. And do you remember the two fat ladies, the cooks? Yeah. And one of them, the lady with the glass, was very posh. And um, uh, and Ian Hislop was there. And she turned to Harry Enfield, well, who's he across the table? And Harry said, that's Ian Hislop. She went, oh, isn't he lovely? It's like a little pixie. Wow. <laughs> You're a mimic. That was a very good impression. uh, Listen, babe, it's another one of my hidden talents. It really is. That I will pull out of the woodwork when I need a shekel. Well, that's the thing. I mean, a a lot of the really talented people, they can sort of do impressions as well, can't they? You find. But you're very talented. Can you do impressions? No. But then that's that theory out the fucking window. Yeah, maybe that is. Because you're very, very talented. Oh, God, can we cut the theory out? I'd, I'd hate for people to think that that's my theory now. No, we're going to keep it oh, in. Oh, don't keep my theory you're in. You're as thick as shit, <laughs> and we are going to keep that in. So, come By we the way, a... you're not exactly Michael Parkinson, are you? That's... <laughs> he would never say no, that. I could do Michael Parkinson as well. Oh, no. Right. Go on, then. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a poem, Mr. K, oh, please. Yeah. As we got you here, let's uh, okay. get our money's worth. Okay. This one's called The Rules of War. Lee snuck off to get a crepe and some beer. When he came back to the trench, his major gave him a right ticking off, including killing him with his revolver. About death? Wow. I'll do another one about death. Oh, well, yeah, okay. A leg floated by. Repulsed, Helen spewed into the lagoon. I kept on steering towards the caves and cursing Lun Polly under my breath. And cursing who under your breath? Lun Polly. Who's yeah, that? Travel agency. <laughs> uh, one more. About, this is about impending death. Chris jumped out of the plane, yeah. but he'd forgotten to do checks. His chute wasn't on his back. He texted the pilot, throw down my chute, but it was a different pilot that day. When he got the text, Des texted back immediately explaining this. <laughs> Perfect. They're my death poems. They are beautiful. All right, listener. A quick note, especially for you. If you've been listening to these and enjoying them, why not give us a little review or even hit the subscribe button? We've got some lovely bonus episodes too, where I sit down and talk shit with my goddesses and we do have a laugh. (laughs) It's just... Oh, my God. It's one of my favourite stories. So, let's get back to the episode, shall we? Who do you want to write your obituary? Yeah, it's a very good question. I haven't given that much thought. Who should write my obituary? Um, no, I know, but there's no use tutting. That's not going to help me get to the answer quicker. I think I'll just get... Um, I'm going to get my niece to write it. Your niece? Yeah. Oh, that's quite sweet. How old is she? Uh, I don't know. 
<laughs> you don't... I've, seen, I've seen it with a pen. But you, <laughs> you as our uncle, yeah. surely you give her a fiver in a card every birthday. So you should sort of have a rough estimate of how old she is. Well, this one, actually, I got her, um, I tend to get her a, a, a gift voucher for Zara. Oh, really? Yeah, and then we go to Zara and she she buys an outfit. All right. You, it's good fun. And you go with her? Well, yeah, I go with her and then my nephew goes there and pl- pretends to sort of play a violin and stuff. I don't know what he's doing. He's, he's small. <laughs> <laughs> so you get your niece to do, do to do the obituary? Well, I think the thing about that is yeah, she's not going to overthink it, is she? Okay. It'll just be short and sharp and just and just done. Yeah, I'd, who would you, who would write yours? Well, it's not about I me. I know it's not about you. It's not about me. So Nate, you're dead. You're <laughs> done and dusted. I'm done and dusted. I'm dust. Any regrets? <sighs> That's not an easy question, is it? I tell you what. Say what you like about this podcast. <sighs> it's great. Yeah, I found myself this morning mm. um, watching um, skiing on Eurosports and trying to think of regrets in my life. Okay. <laughs> and if you think that's how I want to spend my Friday morning, I think you've gone mad. Okay. Let me paint a picture. I'm going to have to change a couple of details. Okay. And probably change a name. You can give her a name. Chantel. Yeah, Chantel. Um, I finish the phone call and then I think I should go and see Chantel. And Hang on a minute. Finish what phone call? My phone call. I'm talking to Chantel. Okay, so for you're... about for about I'm not even joking, Kathy. About two two hours. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know, I, I really like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So is this a lover? What, um, it's what's... it's a, it, it it it's a friend. Okay, and I like her. You like you want to be her lover. I I would bite your hand off, Kathy. Uh, okay, right. Bite okay. your hand off. Yeah, yeah. Then I s- sort of stand there and think. Well, I don't know what to do here. Then I go out. Into the garden. Yeah. And go to the shed. Yes. And uh, stand next to my bicycle. And I think, okay, I should cycle to see Chantel. Right. And then I think, I'm going to toss a coin. What? If you, if you don't, if you can't handle me giving you a regret, please don't ask the question. Okay. I get a coin. Yeah. And I say, heads, I cycle to Chantel. Yeah. Tails, I stay. Garden moonlit. I flick the coin. The coin lands yeah. and it's a head. Yeah. Which means cycle to Chantel. Okay. And I'm so scared of the of, of it of the of the idea of it of rejection, of yeah. it not working out. I think our best of three. <gasps> Tim. Two tails, back to bed. Never told her. My God. That's devastating. Never told her. And she never knew. She she's never known. No, not that. And is she all happily it, it married now to somebody else? And she's married to. Do you want to give him a name? <laughs> what are you going to go for? What, what about yeah? What about Derek? Yeah, Chantal and Derek. Okay. Yeah, and are you going to name the children? Dave. Yeah. Maureen. Maureen. <laughs> <laughs> And Colin. Oh, you've got three of them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's that. That there's there's your regret. The funeral. So the funeral. Sure. What do you want? 
What do you mean, what do I want? Well, I mean, what do you want? Where, where do I want it? Where do you want it? And when do I want it? And what do you want? <laughs> <laughs> so, are you, uh, how are you getting there? Are you, you know, what's the mode of transport that yeah. the coffin yeah, is Yeah, I've in? given some thought of it, about this. Oh, hello. Yeah. He's given some thought to one of the questions. Yeah. Here uh, we go. Yeah, I have actually. Go on. Yeah, it'd be a Morris Traveller. <laughs> do you know that car? Is it like a Morris Minor? A bit like a Morris Minor. It's the one with the wood on it. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I learned to drive in one of those. Did you? Yeah, we had one of those. Right. It was pale blue. How lovely, because they're usually green. Oh, I can really imagine a, a nice green one, yeah. Yeah. A dark, dark green. Yeah. Yeah, like a, like a jungle. Is, are they big enough to fit a coffin in? Do you in? know what? I, I've given this some thought, and I think they might be, because what you can do is you can put down the passenger seat... Oh, you can, yep. right. And you can put down the back seats. Yeah. And, well, you know as well as I do that the doors open. They're like a double door. So they're almost perfect for it. Mm. I mean, the the, fr- the the phrase wannabe hearse barely covers it with a Morris Minor, a Morris Traveller. Morris Traveller. Yeah, they are gasping for a coffin. Nice. Yeah. So it would be me in the coffin, obviously. Yeah. And might have to be a slightly... Trimmer coffin. I might be quite snug in the coffin. Right. It can't be a wide coffin. No. No spreading out, I don't think, in the coffin. Okay. And then my dad driving, I think. How lovely. He taught me to drive in that Morris Traveller. So it'd be good to sort of challenge a sort of 80-year-old Bill Key to sort of get behind the wheel again. (laughs) See how he likes it. (laughs) Oh, and that's quite a sort of poignant thought, that then he drives you to your final resting place. Mm, Without my mum. Yeah, where's mum? Um... Maybe with my 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 brother's family. Okay, they can drive her. She'll be there. She'll be at the. She'll, honestly, you think my mum's missing my funeral? Uh huh. No. She'd be absolutely lapping it up. Was she? Oh God, yeah. Does she like a sort of do your mum? Oh, she or? loves. Oh, she'd love a funeral. Yeah. Oh God, she'd be <laughs> she'd be all <laughs> over it. She'd have a gin and tonic. Very nice. <laughs> and as it's a dearly departed son, yeah. maybe she'd have two gin and tonics. A couple of gin and tonics, and probably she'd have every right to say a few words, wouldn't she? I think she would. And what do you think your lovely mum would say about you? Um, oh, she'd be really uh, she'd be really kind about me. Well, that's what mothers are for. Yeah. she's She, she loves me, yeah. that woman. Oh. Um, she'd probably say some stuff about when I was a baby. She'd make some, you know, sly little joke about uh, having to carry me in the hot summer of 1976, all Uh of this stuff. Yeah. Is Um, that when you were born? Yeah. She's pissed off. She never lets me forget it. I mean, honestly. That September I was born. I was late. Oh, my God. So that poor woman. uh, Oh, she's fucking furious with me after time. Yeah, yeah. That was a scorcher. I've heard about that summer from my mum. Yes. Several times. (laughs) Usually shouting. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a nightmare. (laughs) So gorgeous. So she's going to do a bit of a chat about you, I suppose, and Dad's driving the Morris Traveller. Yeah, not at the same time. I don't I don't think we're trying to sort of rush through and kill two birds with one stone. No. I think we'll wait for the coffin to get there before the speeches begin. Uh-huh. Because he'll want to hear. He'll probably want to... He'll leap up himself, say a few words. Right. You know, sp- how are you at public speaking? Public speaking? Oh, no, isn't it interesting? Yeah. No, I don't like it at all. I hate it. Speaking at someone's funeral. Hmm. That's uh, that's high stakes, isn't it? Yes, yes. It's the dry mouth thing. Do you know what I'd like to do? Go on. I'd like to be asked to speak at a funeral that it, that doesn't matter that much to me. Oh, okay. Just so I can get one under my belt. Oh, someone that you sort of 
couldn't care about? I don't or... know them quite so well. Okay. So that then if I have to sort of, you know, speak at Alex Horns or something like that, I, yeah. I, I know what I'm doing. So you, you want, you'd like a warm-up? I'd like a, yeah. I, I mean, look, I, I wouldn't wish death on anyone, but were you to die... Would it be possible to say a few words there, just to sort of get my eye in? Mm, no. Oh, it'd be very positive. No, I think there'd be It'd be a, very positive. Mm, there'd be a cue. Yeah. No, I think what you should do is that when little Alex Horn pops his clogs yeah. and you, you obviously speak at his funeral, I think, because, you know, churches don't just do one funeral a day or places, you know. I think you should ask the people... <gasps> Before oh. you know, um, see where I'm getting at. I, do I see where? You, yeah, I do. I'm going to the funeral before. Yes, finding what I presume is the widow. Yes, based on veils. Yeah, and I'm saying to her, would it be possible to just jump up and say, say a couple words. of words about Peter? And yeah. she'll say, Philip. I go, yeah, Philip, Philip. <laughs> Get it out of my system. <laughs> Have a little warm yeah. up, and she'll go, not not sure, and I'll go. Honestly, I'll be two minutes. What are his hobbies? Yeah. And then up I get, and I, and I can make my mistakes. See, look at you. I mean, listen, he's smiling. Of course I am. He's so pleased that this problem has been solved. Of course I'm smiling, because I'm working out some of my some of my shit before I have to say some stuff in front of Alex's friends. That's it. And wife. So who's going to do the eulogy? Alex Horn. Little Alex Horn. Gotta be. Let's have a little listen. So Tim's dead. Alex Horn here with a eulogy. <laughs> These are skips. Oh god. Terrible news. So many <laughs> things the guy didn't do. <laughs> um DIY. Um, yeah, I wanted to be his best man, but that never Well, there was no need, I suppose. Godfather to his children. Um, he's dead now, so... Oh, lovely. Awful shame. And, um... I, I don't know what the plan is, but I imagine it's going to be... Dig a deep hole, bury him, uh, <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. Yeah. It's a very windy day. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny, isn't he? Isn't he gorgeous? You should have him on. Well, that was that was very uh, moving from, yeah. from Alex Hall. He did say when he sent it through, uh, let me know if you need me to re-record anything. But we didn't really, did we? <laughs> we didn't. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's the perfect eulogy. <laughs> Sound quality was fab. <laughs> the trouble is, I think if he did do my eulogy, it, would, it wouldn't be much different from that. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Eating a packet of skips. I haven't had skips for years. No. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back after this short break. Buried or cremated? What's it going to be? Well, I think if I'm getting cremated, try this one on for size. Okay. I think I'd like to be um, hung up by your friend of mine, a hook, naked. <laughs> And then flamethrower. That's a gorgeous idea. 
couple of big blokes with flamethrowers. Yeah. And they just, you know, they and and a, um, what's it called? A fire pit underneath me to yeah. catch the ashes. Yeah. And they just get busy for an afternoon until there's nothing left of me. Nice. And then flick, you know, flick my final bit of neck off the collar. Oh, that's it. I didn't know what you were going to say then. No, no. Got a bit worried. And then what you'd have there is some absolutely primo ashes to do what you like with. Nice. I think the older funeral service are going to be shaking in their boots, quivering at this brilliant, genius new idea. Well, I think if I know funeral directors, like I think I know them, mm-hmm. they like to be told what to do. <laughs> they don't like to make... It's like, you, it's like when I come on air. Yeah. You, know, you, you don't like to talk about yourself. You like me to sort of give you, you know, ideas of what I'm doing. That's it. And you I think funeral pr- directors are the same. I think they want you to come along and go, this is what I want. And yeah. they go, fantastic, we'll make that happen. I wish more people were like you. And then I show them the diagram and they say, wow, okay, we need to get two flamethrowers. Do you want to know what's in my coffin? Go on then. Obviously the bod. Yeah. Um, <laughs> in a suit. Right. Primark. Nice. And a pink, a pink tie. No, No, a black tie. Oh, come on, stick to... Pink tie. Pink tie, that sounds nice. Yeah. And what are other people wearing? What are the congregation wearing? Do you want them all in black? What do you think? I don't know. I do know. Go on. I want them all in black. Oh, you want them all in black? Yes, I do. Why? I'm not interested in coming brightly at celebration of his life. I don't, I'm not interested in that. You want people to be mourning... I don't, want, I don't want like people, you know, waddling around in sort of sombreros and things. <laughs> but I don't want them to be mourning. This is the this is what I'm trying to tell you, Kathy. Okay. I want it to be everyone wearing black tie or you know, sombre colours. Yeah. But I mean, I'm not talking about the church, but I'm talking about afterwards. Yeah. In the pub. We'll get to that in a minute. Right. Well, I'll get to that in a minute then. Okay. <laughs> Do you want to know what's on my feet in the in the coffin? Okay. Shoes. <laughs> <laughs> the will and the wake. Do you want to hear my poem about the wake? I absolutely do. The man with no spatial awareness wandered through the wake. His huge caramel rucksack kept bashing into people's coffees. He scolded maybe five mourners. His sombrero very nearly took the widow's head off. <laughs> now this wake. Everyone's in black tie. Okay. <laughs> we wander down the hill. Yeah, yeah. To a pub. Nice. I love a pub. You do, yeah? Yeah. Free free bar, no limit. I mean, I, I always like... Um, me and Alex Horn have a joint birthday. Oh, do you? Uh, yeah, and that's always in a pub, and it's always sort of chaos. And mm. the guest list really is the same one as when we first started, so we don't really see these people from day to day. Right. But they're all there. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. sort of get, you know, Mike Wozniak talking to my brother. Uh-huh. Like, I, I, I love all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So it's probably a big old lump of people in a nice pub mm-hmm. local to me. And the other thing I like about pubs, which, you know, you can't control really usually... Is the old lock-in. Yes. So I'd like it to be a a surprising lock-in about midnight where a lot of the old people have all gone. Yes. And uh, a lot of the kids have all gone. All of that that stuff's done. Yeah. And then there's some sort of hardy people. And uh, everyone's long forgotten about me. 
Oh, a babe. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. And that's, that's all done. Yeah, yeah. And then there's just suddenly this lock-in. So people, come what may, they'll always talk about that night. Yes, that great night we had. Yeah. Why were we there? Oh, yes, because Tim died. <laughs> a big a big lump of why were we there. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> also, a bit of why are we here when yes. they're there. Yeah. T- tons of beer floating around. Um, <clears throat> no live music. Oh, really? No, fuck that. Are you joking? No. No. No, no live music. Because you want people to have conversations yeah. rather than shouting at each other. 100%. This is great, actually. Yeah. This I never knew this could be an option, just no music. No music. People want to just... People want to talk. You want what I want looking down at this thing. Yeah. I want gales of laughter. Oh, lovely. Some tears. But mostly laughter. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And what about haunting? Would you like to haunt anyone? No, you did. <clears throat> Anyone giving you the ump in the past? What about, would you haunt Chantel and pretend uh, that you're married? Would I haunt Chantel? No, I don't think I would. Haunting is interesting, isn't it? I mean, do you know what? Just a bit of haunting where you just sort of get to go and see, you know, there, there's so there's hot tickets in town, aren't there? And there's oh, yeah. sports events that are quite difficult to get into. So, Sports events? What, 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 why is it difficult to get into a sport event? Sold out. I really like the theatre. I didn't know that. Yeah, they can be sold out. Oh, really? Yeah, like a top-of-the-table clash. Oh, I just thought it, their, their arenas were so big. But do you know what? Let's say you go to a, um, let's, let's say you go to a cricket, cricket match. Oh, really? Oh, come on. <laughs> well, don't have me on, then. Let's say we don't. Okay. <laughs> right. No, sorry, okay. sorry, right. Tim. So what happens... Go at the, to a cricket right. match. Right, so um, what happens when you've been to cricket matches... Where, where do you sit? In the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's going to happen. I can't drink, can I? Why? Ghost. Oh, I see. Okay. <laughs> yes, God. <laughs> so I go in. I obviously just sort of, you know, um, vaporise and sort of float through the turnstiles. That's not an issue, is it? No. Just walk through people. And just, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And occasionally, like, go up to someone's face and just look into their eyes. Anyway, then I go through <laughs> past a, a dopey old security guard yeah, who yeah. hasn't got a clue. Uh-huh. Thumbs up into his face. Nice. Yeah. Now, I then start watching the cricket. Just sat. Can I sit? Of course. Fantastic. I don't go through. No. But I do go through the turnstile. You can do that. Okay, yeah. fine. So I sit and I watch for a bit. Mm. What do I do next? <laughs> go on, tell us. I walk over the boundary rope and I start walking around the pitch. Amazing. And I can stand right next to the batsman. Uh-huh. And the bowler can charge in and I can just look into the batsman's eyes and watch up close like I'm a camera. Yeah. I mean, I'd enjoy that stuff. Haunting is kind of I think haunting might be not 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 done so much these days. Haunting doesn't feel very 2023, does it? It doesn't really, but just sort of using it as an opportunity to knock about a cricket pitch. I don't know. The thing is... It doesn't sound that exciting, really. Well, yeah, okay. But you have to remember when I'm doing my haunting, Yeah. that is for... How long am I doing this for? I'll tell you how long. An eternity. Yeah, that's true. So actually, the idea of not going at some point and just watching the ashes... Yeah, yeah. ...would be... That would be insane. Okay, well, there you go. So you're haunting uh, cricket matches. I don't know what to say. Wonderful. I mean, I can't think who I'm gonna who I'm gonna haunt. Honestly, would you be haunting like people that you don't like? No, 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 Tim. This is totally your fantasy. You can do what the hell you like. 
just because I'm finding it all a little bit dull yeah. doesn't mean to say our listener will. No, that's true. Because some of our listeners might well be cricket fans and think, do you know what? I've been waiting for somebody to say this because that's exactly what I would do. Yeah. There might be. Well, here's one that's slightly more up your street, I reckon. Go on. I'm going to give Nigel Farage the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> <laughs> up the raw. <laughs> Do you remember that silly man? Yeah. Fucking hell. Do you want to know when you're going to die? Yep. I've got a special machine here. <clears throat> oh, God. Tenth of September, 2068. You're joking? No, why? Oh, poor old Horn. That's his birthday. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, because you share a birthday. Well, yeah, same sort of era. Hang on, 2068? Yes. Uh, wait a second. Wait a second, Cathy. 2068, that's his 90th birthday. Amazing! What a present. You're the first one. That's that's got that right, actually. Yeah, first one that's guessed he's, correctly. He's gonna. I'm gonna die on Alex Horn's ninetieth birthday. Yes, that's fantastic. Saved by a bullet. See, because it's his birthday. Because because it's his birthday that you've saved his life, and you've died. Yeah, but he's ninety. Yeah, and you're dead with a bullet in your chest. I absolutely. Oh no, it'd be in my back. Oh, it's a bullet in your back. Well, I think so because I want to just protect. I'm just so hell bent on protecting him. I want. I'm going. I'm going face to face with him. I'm going away from the bullet. Oh, I see. And the bullet gets me in the back. I saw it as far more <sighs> heroic. I saw it as you standing in front, no, they're facing. Both, they're both the same amount of heroism. The gun. Well, I don't know. Of course I think they if you're are. Facing forward. I'm dying through being shot in the back. It's more heroic to go shoot me instead of him. Being shot in the back, it could be perceived that you were running away. No, I just don't want to look at Ian Hislop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot. Is he the man that's doing the shooting? <laughs> Fucking hell. How long has this episode gone on for? <laughs> I completely forgot. Days. This has probably been the longest record, has it? And it'll be the... And it'll be the shortest edit. <laughs> <laughs> it will be. <laughs> like one of your poems. Exactly. Beautiful. Well, listen, Tim, Key, thank you very much. What a way to wrap it up. I'm so pleased I'm taking a bullet for Alex Horn on his 90th. <laughs> Bearing in mind, I'm leaping in front of him. I'm, I'm 92. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I'm just oh, starting to try and think how he's old going. his love is. He's going. He's going. He's gone. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Burke. My producer goddess for this episode is Jemima Rathbone. Sound and video engineering by Gulliver Tickle, Jay Bill and Teddy Riley. Production coordinator is Archon Mohalay. Marketing by Abby Brock. Additional production and development from Chris Skinner and Dan Cocker. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. The executive producer is Ollie Wilson. <laughs> <laughs>